You're listening to Let's go. the Second Opinion Podcast. Second Opinion on what? I think we should get a second opinion. Where all things gaming are on our mind all the time. That's all I can think about. Just like the name says, we might have some different opinions. So get yelling, laughing, crying, and of course some very opinionated gamers. Here are your hosts, Celeb, Bolt, and TJ. I'm telling you, bro, I just, I do not play with ghosts at all. Like, I don't joke about it. I don't, I'm the type of person if like somebody, if the house is empty and somebody's like, let's pull the Ouija board out. I'm like, I'm packing my stuff and I'm gone. (laughs) You're ridiculous. I don't play that, bro. This stuff's not even real. (laughs) Okay. No, I don't play it. (laughs) So you're telling me if like a, a house is empty, you're in there with like two or three other people, completely dark outside of like a couple of like lights or candles or something. And you're like, let's pull the Ouija board out. You're like, all right, let's do it. I'm lighting the candles. No way, bro. No, <laughs> there's way. nothing out there, bro. What? We die, we die. You're like, we die and we die and we die. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, when we die, for the rest of eternity, you live your death over and over again. I'm like, unless you get cremated, then you just become worm food, bro. <laughs> I'm going to become a tree. Hey, you know they do that shit. I know. I, that's crazy. Yeah, look, that's look, crazy. look. <laughs> no, we, I think we <laughs> joked about that once. Listen, bro. Twenty-one year, twenty-one would be the year that someone gets planted as a tree, and then fucking someone's arm would get just grown right? out over the branches. Or like you walk by it and you hear, "Help me!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "What happened?" They're like, they didn't say this is how it's gonna happen. Oh, man. So, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode 315 of the Second Opinion Podcast. It's your boy, Celeb, back again with the man, the myth, the legend, Bolts. What's up, bro? What's up, dog? Nothing, man. I'm glad. Uh, I thought you were going to put your pops over there, bro. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going yeah, to. Well, I, you're, I, look, you're irritating me. I'm going to. Irritating. Man, you gotta take, you're taking it out of the box anyways, which is... Uh, Fubar, but that's ridiculous. <sighs> On this episode, we got some really awesome stuff to He's talk like, about. Changing the subject. Uh, Bethesda is coming out with a new game. Sony has revealed the release window of seven other upcoming titles. Um, some Star Wars talk. Uh, a little bit about Mass Effect and. The possibility of Liam Neeson coming back to Star Wars, uh, and I'm super excited. And at the end of the show, we're going to talk about Little Nightmares 2. The demo is now out for PlayStation and Xbox, and we're going to share our thoughts. So before we get into that, let's go ahead and talk about how our week has been and what have we been gaming. So Bolts, how's uh, how's the week treating you and what you've been gaming? Um dream it no, no. let Christmas. it snow let it snow we, we got like eight inches of snow yes on sunday night was it sunday night yeah yeah it was sunday because we watched because i watched football all day yeah, on sunday and, and ohio lost yeah so ohio state lost on monday thank <sighs> you please drive through would you like surprised with that um but yeah no you, uh, no 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 hang on listen bolts was pissed it just it, it was it was it was mind-boggling to me it was i'm just dumbfounded you know, we went against you know Clemson. We were underdogs. Alabama, we were underdogs. And don't get don't get shit twisted, y'all. I knew we would probably end up losing to Alabama. Okay. Yeah. But I figured we had a better chance than what we produced, and it was. And, and, and I'm not. 
a high school coach. I'm not a college coach. I'm not an NFL coach. I coach people in football, but I'm very good at what I do. Um, I do know the sport, and I think I'm pretty knowledgeable at the situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, our game plan against Alabama was pure straight garbage. It was ridiculous. You know, we played Clemson the week before, and we had a chip on our shoulder, and we went out there and we just set fireworks on left and right, just boosh, boosh, boosh. We beat them fifty-four to twenty-eight or something like that. I can't remember the exact score. We beat them by like twenty-one or twenty-eight points, and we were just unloading bombs left and right. Now. Now, Alabama is definitely a different breed than what Clemson was. Um, so, I do understand that. I do recognize that. And I did have, uh, did have Alabama beating us. Um, I think we stood a chance if we stuck to a certain game plan. And we didn't have that game plan because apparently uh, we lost our freaking minds. It was just – it just blew my way. It just blew me away. Now, Trey, Trey Sermon, our running back, got hurt in the, first, the very first play of the first quarter. Yeah. He had 536 rushing yards in two games before mm-hmm. that. Okay. So he was averaging 250, 260 plus yards a game before that. He got hurt on the first play. Then um, our all-pro left guard, Wyatt Davis, got hurt. And at that time, uh, Barrymore, the defensive tackle for Alabama, took over on the defensive line. But there were just certain aspects of the game that was just lost. We played Clemson. We threw the ball over 20 yards 15 times against Clemson. Yeah. We did it three times against Alabama. Yeah. You know, our tight ends caught – I think it was 15 balls for like 194 yards and three touchdowns at Clemson, <clears throat> against Clemson. Our tight ends caught one ball against Alabama. It was just certain aspects that just blew my mind. Yeah. And the defense of, of a scheme that we had against them was just – it was it was mind-boggling. I just – you know. I can, bro, I can understand that. I mean, you know, I get mad playing Madden <clears throat> sometimes. Uh. <laughs> if you wait. I can't even <laughs> – So, uh, outside of that, your week has been good? Man, my week has been hell. It has, you know, the the snow came on Sunday, so therefore everybody called in on Monday because in the state of Texas you get a little bit of the white flurries, and we're shutting down the state for three weeks because of COVID nineteen, and it's just ridiculous. Um, so of course I had everybody calling in, not coming to work. I can't drive on the snow when the ground went even icy. People don't understand that the ground's got to be cold for the snow to stick to the roads and blah 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 blah. Um, so of course everybody called in, I had to cover for them and then we were heavy. It was just, you know, it's been a week, bro. It's been a week. I ain't played nothing on my video game console at all. Really? Yep. I ain't had time. I've been, I, I, I had to, I had to go bowling Monday and then I've been sleeping ever <clears throat> since I get off work. So that I haven't sucks. done a bunch of nothing, man. That sucks. It does. It does. Um, well, my week has been so, okay. Caleb, what have you been up to, bro? <laughs> it's been an okay week. I mean, I um, outside of losing power, uh, the snow was awesome. I mean, we, like Bolt said, we had like seven to eight inches of snow. I think that's the most snow that has came this way of, of East Texas to Palestine in like a hundred years. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been really it was it was nuts. But my kids had a lot of fun. We went out there and, and did a little snowball fight, and we tried to build a snowman. Um, we lost our keys, though. We lost a set of keys out there. I don't know how, but we did. Are they still out there? I guess. But, you know, my, my bro, my backyard's like a marsh. Whenever, anytime it, like, rains or anything, like, oh, God, it's horrible. But um, the bad thing about it is that, <clears throat> the bad thing about it is that when that snow started getting really, really heavy, mm-hmm. trees started falling, like, bad. So, um 
there was a ton of trees that fell. Um, uh, a tree that me and my next door neighbor kind of somewhat share. Uh, a giant limb fell down on his fence, which I'm going to help him get that fixed. Um, and then um, a tree split almost completely in half of the back of my property and it hit our power line. Um, which I honestly didn't even think that the cords that were going to the back had anything to do with ours, but it completely shut our power down for almost like 32 hours. Um, good thing is, is that whenever we did get to the point of uh, realizing that our power was out, it was like six o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and they said it wasn't going to be back up until the 12th. It went out the night of the 10th. Um, we came back to the house to get clothes and all this stuff to go to her mom's. And, um, there was like a, like, I swear there was like eight or nine, uh, encore guys in our backyard. And I was like, Oh, so is is it going to be up tomorrow? He said, bro, we're going to have this up in an hour. I was like, Oh, awesome. So, and then right after that, my internet was working great. And then my internet stopped working. I'm telling you, you live on the worst side of town, (laughs) whatever, because, because I live exactly. I could probably, if I was strong enough, I could throw a rock from my house to his. Yeah. And I had never lost power, never lost internet. Well, I mean, we had a tree fall on our, it's always something. <laughs> it's always, always something open. with you. Oh, I had a tree. I had a person, an astronaut, <laughs> fall from space onto the house. Um, but anyway, so outside of that, I have been uh, I've been playing a little chunk of games, um, playing back through God of War right now, uh, and it looks stupendous, man. My God, it looks so good. Um, playing it at sixty frames per second. Um, but see, it looked good on the PS4. So. It did, it did. But that's that's just, my thing. I, Whenever I switch to resolution I'm mode, I'm just picking it. Oh uh, no, I switch to resolution mode. Um, you don't you don't have to explain it. I'm talking about just in general. <laughs> Shut up. I switch to resolution mode and it plays it in like 100% 4K. And I mean everything was so clear, but it didn't have those frames. It didn't have the 60 frames. So whenever I switch back, it was still really, really good. And I think it was playing at like 1440p um, at 60 frames yeah, per I second. Bet, and I bet that's real nice. Dude, it is glorious, man. And I just, I don't know, man. I think whenever I played God Award this last time, I, I was playing on a smaller TV. I had my PS4 Pro, but playing it on that 65 inch TV, um, and, and oh, dude, it's just so, so good. So, um, but I've also, I've been playing, I haven't really had a chance to jump into Fortnite recently, um, but I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty, uh, playing uh, Fireteam a lot. Um, Fireteam is just great. And uh, starting tomorrow, I didn't put this in the notes, but starting tomorrow there is a um, an update coming to Call of Duty that's going to have a couple of updates to zombies. But the one thing I'm really excited about is there's that new um, map coming to Fireteam, which I think we actually talked about that on the last episode. Um, I'm really excited to jump into that new map and, and play that. Um, but I've also been playing Madden. I've uh, been playing a lot of Madden. Um, I was playing an online match earlier, and this dude I was playing against was like the most obnoxious player I have ever played against. He, I had the Cleveland Browns. He had the Baltimore Ravens, and it was twenty-six to twenty. Um, I had just scored uh, to get my 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 score up to twenty, and 
he uh, he got the ball. It was a fourth quarter, and like every time he got the ball, he went to hike. He kept going like this, like kept trying to quiet the crowd down. And he would do it constantly just to run the time down. So then I did my timeouts, and then he kneeled the ball. So then I just dropped. I was like conceding the match. I'm, I'm done. So, but I've been playing games, and I've been loving it. So um, I was thinking, you know, you haven't been playing Fortnite in a while, right? What? Delete it. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> No, what, so what I did is I kind of heard a rumor that you hadn't been playing. So I picked up some Nerf guns, and, I, dro- and I drove by uh, Brookshire's and picked uh-huh. up all the pallets yeah. so we can build shit while, okay. while we're good. shooting. I'm, I'm down. Okay. We'll just pull them out of our backpacks. <laughs> right. <laughs> all the wood. I look up there, you're like, I'm like, holy shit. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been playing a little bit, but my main focus has been on God of War. I've I've really been enjoying my time uh, playing back through it, and uh, it's just such a good game. I could told I mean I, I'm just re- like recalling why it was my game of the year that year because it, it's just beautiful, man. I mean it's so breathtaking. The story, the acting, um, the just even seeing Kratos make that change from like being, you know, Kratos in God of War three to where he was just filled like full of vengeance, full of like remorse and revenge and how he just wanted to just end it all to now in 2018's God of War to where he's, you know, it's like 10 years down the road and he's trying to calm himself down and he's, he's become more wise and seeing him in in um, in in a fatherhood figure is just—I don't know, man. I could I could talk about that game all day, but it's just—it's such a great game, and I cannot wait for God of War Ragnarok. I cannot wait. I hope it doesn't get pushed off. I hope we're able to play it in quarter one of 2021. Which oh shit, that's this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully we can play it this year. That would be great. Well, I need to have it out before April, please. <laughs> Please, I, I think they just. I, I think they. I think they should wait until holiday season. But that's just me. I'm, I'm not worried about sales. I'm just worried about. I know what you're worried about. I think it's gonna sell. I think it's gonna be one of those games. Well, yeah, that don't matter sell, when it launches. Dude, I know, but it's just. I think holiday would be better. Why? So we can face off against Halo. Huh. It, those are two. Di- oh, hold up! <laughs> I'm just kidding, bro. <laughs> I'm just pulling your chain. I'm just joking with you, joshing you. Um. Anyways, that's okay because because when the game pass gets Ubisoft pass, we'll be. <laughs> yes, that is very true. Like I was saying, I just think uh, I I know the game is going to be great. I can't wait to play it. But with that said, let's hey, go ahead. Hey, do you want a little political news real quick? <laughs> Donald Trump's getting impeached. <laughs> listen, listen. My girlfriend just sent me this message. She asked me. She goes, "You, you know what? Listen, you know what Quaynon is? Yes." I was like, no. Quaidon is a disproven and discredited far-right conspiracy theory alleging that a cabal of Satan-washerping cannibalistic pedophiles is running a global child sex trafficking ring and plotting against U.S. President Trump. It was fighting the cabal. That's what the Quaidon is. What the hell? And and you know what's crazy? (laughs) You know what's what's crazier about it is the fact that <clears throat> it took them it took them storming the capitol and making like facebook groups and stuff like that for amazon to be like well maybe we shouldn't sell their merchandise on our website <laughs> 
I'm like, it's come on, so man. nuts, man. I'm it sorry. I was just, it was a, it was just one of those things that yeah. caught my eye. I was it's like, nuts, what the bro. hell? Um, what in the hell? What in the hell? Ooh. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so gaming news. We got some good gaming news to talk about. We're going to talk about these topics, and then we're going to lead into our topic topics of discussion. Um, pretty crazy news right here, but it has been officially announced that Bethesda is working on a new Indiana Jones game. Bethesda just dropped a surprise reveal teasing a new Indiana Jones game featuring a brand new original story from Machine Games. Though a, a full trailer has not been released, we did get to see a video teaser of the upcoming adventure uh, and um, being an exclusive or I'm sorry, being an executive producer by Oh, it's being executive, executively produced by Todd Howard himself. Yep. Um, the first teaser trailer was shared on the official Bethesda Twitter page with a follow-up tweet saying, an, a Indiana Jones game with an original story is in development at our studio's Machine Games and we will be and will be executive produced by Todd Howard in collaboration with Lucasfilm Games. It will be some time before we have more to reveal, but, there, uh, but we're very very excited to share this news today. Really awesome, bro. <clears throat> I am super excited about this. No ifs, ands, or buts. This game will be an exclusive on Xbox. Um, and I don't know about you, Bolts, but like Indiana Jones is one of my favorite series. Now, I will say, key, uh, like Crystal Skull, yeah, wasn't very, wasn't very good. I remember walking out of the theater, and this guy was walking next to me, and he said, uh, "Man, wow!" And I turned and looked at him. He was like, "What'd you think?" And I was like, "Think about what?" And he was like, "What'd you think? It was pretty great." And I was like, "It wasn't great." What are you talking about? He's like, it was. Gr I thought it was good. I mean, Harrison Ford did a good job. I said, Harrison Ford did a good job. Yes, because he's Harrison Ford. But fucking aliens? Are you serious? A UFO at the end of this movie? Like. What is happening? Like, it was not a good movie. And the guy just looked at me and I said, I'm sorry for the negativity, bro, but no. And I just turned and walked off. I was so mad. I was so mad. I honestly did not think that we were going to see a flying saucer in that movie. But then I forgot that it had to do with Steven Spielberg. <laughs> so, I don't know. What about you, Bolts? Are you excited about this? Uh, Wishy-washy, you know. Um, Indiana Jones is its own little it's its own little universe. I think it should be stayed. I, just, I think it should stay in the movies. Um, this is just one of those timeless classics that I think should stay in the movies. Um, I mean, you already have you, you already have Tomb Raider, you have Uncharted, um, and I I just you know it's, it it doesn't it, it doesn't really strike me as like hey let's go buy this game you know yeah so. I don't know, man. I, I'm excited for it um, because, like I said, there's not really a lot of those type of Uncharted-style games on um, on Xbox. Um, there is, of course, Tomb Raider. But Indiana Jones is just, to me, it, it's just, it, it is what it is. It's Indiana Jones. So, well, especially with machine games doing it, I hope that it's going to be a third-person um, open-world action adventure uh if it is then i'll be playing it day one so uh bolts you want to read this next article <clears throat> <laughs> he gives me the good stuff yeah release date for mass effect a legendary edition may have been leaked um if if, if anyone 
has it noon already. Mass Effect Legendary Edition is a basically a remaster of all three games, all DLC, um, all the extra wonderful glory stuff that is Mass Effect, the original saga, uh, the original trilogy, uh, one, two, and three. Um, it's supposed to be uh, there. There was a a, a leak uh, release for March twelfth of twenty of twenty one, which is literally around the corner. Um, if that is the case, then my March is wrapped up. <laughs> um, it'll be the it'll be it'll start quieting down at UPS. Um, I may have to take a few weeks off at, from Berkshire. <laughs> <laughs> um, some PTO vacation You're time like locked or, up. I don't know what I have planned or whatever, but but most of my time will be wrapped up in this. I'm super excited. I hope you know we we talked about this on the last podcast, and and Mass Effect is is my all time series um, over anything I've ever played, just because I love I love the lore, I love the details. If you've read the books, if you've read the comics, there's so much great 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 backstory that the games don't dive into that. If you dive into the backstory, then you get into the game. You're just like, okay, wow, now yeah. I really understand. Because um, you you read the books. Oh, I read all the books. I've read all the comics. It just hey, and we watched the movie. And we watched the movie. What was it? it uh, was Paragon something. Paragon Lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which was so cool. It was. It really was. That but was cool it's just that. it's one of those it's one of those games. And if they have remastered it, um, and they have done. A decent to good job, especially on the first first game. Yeah. Um, then then all will be right with the world. Yeah. Um, I would love to just to, to play through the entire series one more time. Um, waiting for a new, hopefully a new Mass Effect Four coming out. Um, whenever that's gonna be. But yeah, I would absolutely love to dive back into this with some with some decent to great graphics, um, some 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 enhanced playability game physics and so on and so forth mm-hmm. especially on the first game god almighty please let them adjust all kinds of things on that first game i really hope so bro because the, the second game was good the third game the game the game mechanics on the third one was yeah. really really good yeah um the I, second one was the best uh what the, the, as far as story and everything you'll see absolutely the second yeah. one's hands down my top my top three game of all time. Yeah. Um, but as far as like the game mechanics, using oh, the yeah. weapons and stuff like that, Mass Effect 3 really sewed it up. Um, but I, I will take this. If they can, if they, if they can somehow, some way take, which they're not going to because I know they got to still keep it somewhat. Uh, but the, the fighting and the game mechanics of Andromeda is really, really, really good. Yeah, I remember you told me that it, it, that that is the one flawless thing that they. Okay, had in that game. let me let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, I played about three to four hours of Andromeda. Okay, so as someone that did play through it, yeah, should I multiple times? Should I should I try to play it? Um, it it it. it <laughs> If if you're not that into it, it's not it's not it's nothing. Well, it's Mass Effect. I mean, I it played is, through the first a, one, second one, and third one, and loved them all. Yes. So. Um. If if you love the third one, I mean, if you love the first, second, and third one, um, then 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 by heart you'll like you'll like Andromeda. Mm-hmm. But if you're not into Mass Effect like I'm into Mass Effect, then necessarily wouldn't play Andromeda. Yeah. Because you you, you play Andromeda to to play Mass Effect. That's that's what you do, yeah. You know, you play Mass Effect two, <clears throat> so you can get the stories. Yeah, 
you play Andromeda so you can play a Mass Effect game. That's mm-hmm. how that works. I, I understand what you're saying. I just like I feel like there is parts of that game that I missed out on because yeah. I, I, you know, you even said like maybe about six to ten hours in is where where you really the story kind of really starts I mean, picking it, up. It, it does, and and there's some there's some really really cool aspects about it. Um, I mean, in all reality, the, uh, the 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 real big twist about who uh, who the Ket are, and and uh, it's just it's 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 good. There are some really great 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 spots, and other spots it was just like, okay, I've seen this before, you know. So it just all depends, yeah, man. I got you. Um, all right, so next up, um, CES. 2021 is somewhat underway. Of course, it's not a physical event like it usually is. But Sony has revealed uh, the release window uh, for seven PS5 games at the event. So the Consumer Electronics Show is underway this week, and Sony has already made quite an impact. In addition to all of the other uh, technological reveals that it has, the PlayStation creator made a point to show off a sizzle reel that showed current and upcoming PlayStation 5 games. At the end of the reel, Blue Slate popped up showing the release window of seven PS5 games that had previously no release window as of yet. So, <clears throat> I'm going to read off the ones that are coming out in 2021. Um, Little Devil Inside uh, is coming out in 2021. I don't know much about that game, but I do know a, a good little chunk of people are excited for it. Um, Stray is coming as well. Um, so, Stray is actually the cat game that everyone has been like, what is this game about? But you play as a cat. I just know that. And it's coming out October of 2021. Uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits is coming out March of 2021. And uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits is actually a game that was shown off, I think, last year. And it got pushed back. But it looks really awesome. And it's a third-person kind of action-adventure game. Uh, It's being made by Ember Labs. Um, And it is set to come out on PS4, PS5, and PC. Um, but it does look really, really good. So it's awesome that it's coming out in March. Um, also, um, another game that is coming out in uh, this physical year is Solar Ash, which I don't know much about this game. It does look good. It's an indie game made by uh, Heart Machine, um, and uh, it has like a real crazy art style to it. Um, but it's like a, I guess it's a maybe a hack and slash type of game. It does say that it has massive enemy encounters, so that's pretty exciting. Um, and then, of course, one that I am extremely excited for Ghostwire Tokyo is coming out October of 2021 now Ghostwire Tokyo is made by Tango Gameworks and it will be the last exclusive from Bethesda on the PlayStation systems now uh, Ghostwire Tokyo is 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 definitely something different. Uh, it is done by Tango Gameworks, which is made by um, is is developed and created by uh, Shinji Mikami, uh, which is the creator of Resident Evil. Um, 
and the director Kinji Kimura um, is uh, is definitely uh, let's say um, a very bubbly amazing person um, now um, hang on real quick let me see if I make sure I have this right yes so uh kenji kimura is uh the director of this game and she was actually at the bethesda showcase last year and everybody just like instantly fell in love with her because how crazy and bubbly she was and excited she is about this game um but i'm i'm very excited to see what this game is going to bring um to uh the gaming world because it, it it's like a first person uh like sci-fi-esque game uh and it seems like it's like about the end of the world and all these spirits and stuff are popping up there's like headless people walking around i don't really know exactly what to expect but it seems like it is definitely going to be something crazy now the games that are not coming out this year um are project uh athia um, which Project Athea um, seemingly was an open world game um, that it, I don't really know how to explain it. It's being published by Square Enix and Luminous Productions, but it says working title in a world not of her own, where uh, resolve will be where her resolve will be tested, truth will be questioned, and it looks like it's just a very big open world, beautiful game. Um, I did. I think they showed off uh, a little bit of a, like in-game trailer, and it looks super wild. And then lastly, I am a little sad about this one, um, the fact that it's not coming out until 2023, and that is Pragmata. Now, Pragmata is being done by Capcom, uh, and it's very mysterious. We don't really know exactly what the game is about, um, but there is a young girl. Uh, it seems like there's it has a lot of mixtures of, like, Dead Space and um, Death Stranding, all kinds of stuff, man. I really don't know exactly what this game is going to be about at all. Um, but it is, a, I think it's a timed exclusive for PlayStation 5. Um, but it looks super, super wild. Um, so I don't... I wouldn't say that it just totally bums me out, but I just really like to look at this game, and I feel that it is definitely going to have, um, it is definitely going to have some pretty crazy features in this game. Um, but you know, time will tell what it will offer. Of course, since it's coming out uh, until uh, 2023. So, bolts any of these games on here on this list uh, that interest you? Uh, straight up Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, well, we've talked about that since we saw it at E3. Yeah. Um, and we saw it a couple, I think about, about a year or two ago also um, on a, one of the uh, the Sony X plays or whatever mm. it was. Um, yeah. That's the one game. There's two games that I wish I had. Uh, I had a PlayStation, uh, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 for. And, and one was Ghost of, the, Ghost of Tsushima and the other one is Ghostwire Tokyo. Mm. I am absolutely fascinated with that game and I want to play that game yeah, so bad. For sure. Um, next up, Fortnite will be getting a Predator crossover skin. So the first Jungle Hunter Quest challenges are now live in the Fortnite world. Um, and it's really, really cool. So uh, what's great about it is that these quests will, of course, unlock 
um, all different types of stuff in the game. Um, there is going to be a there is going to be a um, predator, I guess, skin that's coming, and they also stated that that's not the only hunter that's coming to the world. So there's two things with that. It's either going to be uh, Arnold um, that's coming to Fortnite to to battle against the predator, or it would be great if it was going to be a xenomorph. Oh. <laughs> Fultz just hates it. I, I do. I, I you know they put Kratos in there. I just these these are these are badass characters, and they're gonna be flossing. I just don't get it, bro. <laughs> Why? Because it's just it, it's uh, it's uh, listen, listen. So <sighs> no, I'm telling you, I, I know you will never play it. No zero. I totally zero understand. Chance. You know it's it's it is what it is. Um, but I've just really enjoyed my time with it, bro. I, I really have. I like the challenges that they put in. I hope that we are going to get more gaming legends, uh, leg legendary skins in the game. Um, because right now, uh, the ones that I have are Master Chief and Kratos. Um, but I would really like to, to see them add more, um, in the coming you know year to two years or whatever but the predator thing is really cool because um it, it it not only is it bringing the skin but they introduce it in a really cool way so if you drop into stealthy stronghold it's a uh jungled area and the what's what's cool about it is that the predator's uh ship has crash landed there and whenever you go over to it you unlock you know your first little icon or whatever else um in the challenge but another really cool thing is if you just stop and like wait for a second you can actually hear like the sounds of the predator um you can hear all different types of stuff so people originally thought this was coming out because i think there was a leak but also when they launched this new map there was like a hanging um helicopter uh it was you know very wooded and stuff like that and then whenever they saw that leak they were like it's got to be predator so predator is coming to fortnite i am very very excited um and i can't wait to play as him in the fortnite universe so next up i'm going to give this one to bolts um because we're you know I, I definitely want him to kind of share his opinion on this and this may be a little bit of a long-winded thing for him and me both um let's see star wars another star wars man star wars has been just lighting up this i'm telling you <laughs> the, the headlines liam neeson uh, reveals he would return as Qui-Gon Jinn in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Well, that's freaking great. It's amazing. It's really amazing. You know, um, Qui-Gon, um, he, is, he, is, he is one of those characters that I wish would have lived a little longer in the universe, um, especially through episodes 1, 2, and 3. Um, but Qui-Gon Qui was, was, that, was that middle character. Qui-Gon is what... Anakin is before Anakin became Darth Vader because Qui-Gon he had some he had some issues about the force he was kind of on the in, in the middle brick you know yep so he you know there's some he, he questioned the force um and so on and so forth um he is a Jedi master which of course he trained Obi-Wan Kenobi but Liam Neeson coming back as Qui-Gon Qui-Gon coming back to the Star Wars universe 
is pretty fabulous. Yeah, um, I'm super excited about it. Um, he, he's he, Qui Gon himself. Uh, I I just you know there, there's so much backstory on him um, that I hope they in the Obi Wan Kenobi if he does come back that they kind of explore on as well. Yeah, you know because 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 Qui Gon of course would have trained Obi Wan Kenobi from. From from a from a youngling, you know, yeah. a youngling. So I mean, there's there's how many years that they were together. You yep. know what I'm saying? So I really hope that 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 he does come back. I really hope they expand on it. Um, if you've read any of the legacy series about Qui Gon or anything like that, you're gonna find some. Uh, there, there's some great backstory lore and all of that jazz. Um, and I hope they explore it and expand it into this Obi Wan Kenobi series. Yeah. So. So I totally agree with you on that, bro. I really think that it would be fantastic to see Qui-Gon Jinn return because in in the latest Star Wars film, whenever um, when it's the whole end scene against the Emperor and stuff like that, she you could hear Qui-Gon talking to her, um, talking to Rey. Um, of course. You hear a lot of people, you know, you hear uh, Mace Windu, you hear Obi-Wan Kenobi and all that stuff. But Qui-Gon Jinn was like one of the most powerful Jedis Absolutely. out there. You know, two, that's another thing, two people, two Jedis that were like some of the most powerful Jedis that I just, I mean, fanned over was Qui-Gon Jinn and Mace Windu. Mace Windu was like super powerful. So that's the one thing that I always did kind of not truly understand is because Qui-Gon uh, or like from my understanding Mace Windu not only was powerful in the force but he did look into things on the dark side you know what I'm saying like he did learn certain aspects of the dark side that he thought you know I need to use the, if I need to use this I, I need to use this but um, he died pretty I mean I mean he was in the three films but he died in a way that I was very upset about um, and I would really really like to see some form or fashion of him actually coming back but may uh, but Qui-Gon Jinn um, for sure like I, I think I said Qui-Gon Jinn I meant Mace Windu just a second ago but Qui-Gon Jinn would be uh, unbelievably like of course fan accepted in in the obi-wan kenobi series and it would make sense you know what i'm saying because this is after um revenge of the sith and um you know i i would think that during all this time of obi-wan kenobi kind of soul searching and having to deal with his demons of killing like his best friend you know i would think that he would he would reach out to qui-gon you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I think it'll be fantastic. I, I hope it happens. Now, our, uh, moving on from the uh, topics of news, these are our main talking points that we really want to dig into. And I'm going to tell you what, me and Bolts are super excited. Um, and hopefully everything is just going to turn out fantastic with this. But it has been announced that Lucasfilm, uh, Lucasfilm Games has now hit light speed toward the future of gaming with new partnership deals with different video game studios outside of EA. Um, so the one that they really focused on, it says, case in point, the huge news that Lucasfilm Games and Ubisoft are in collaboration on a new story-driven open-world Star Wars game is mega. 
It's a genre long requested by fans and will come to life via massive entertainment. Ubisoft's critically acclaimed studios based in Sweden. We're really excited about the opportunity to work with the team at Massive, uh, led by uh, David Pofalo. I'm sorry, I totally said your name wrong. It's Pofletted. I don't know. Uh, the creative uh, and the creative director um, uh, of Massive Studios. It says we've spent almost a year now working to get to know them and bringing this to the table. I'm a huge fan personally, and I think that we're we're really excited about this project and what is going to be put into the vision and what we want to deliver. So, open world game. Set in the Star Wars universe, something that we have wanted for a very long time, um, and it is being done by Ubisoft. Now, Bolts, what do you think about that? Don't if you say anything negative, <laughs> ah, it is it's, and of course this is this uh-uh. this is come, just listen, damn man. <laughs> um, it will be a huge success, or it will be a utter failure. Okay, um, the Star Wars universe universe is massive. Mm-hmm. Okay, between between nine films, um, two animated series, really good animated series, uh, to all the backstory, the lore, you know everything from the very beginning um, to, to 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 now the Mandalorian to the to the new stuff that's coming out. The massive—I mean, the massive. Good lord, look at me. The Star Wars universe is huge. There's so much out there, and depending on where they go with this, if this is going to be like a Grand Theft Auto, open world sandbox, constant updates where you can go do anything you want. Yeah. Is it going to be an online mode like Grand Theft Auto? To me, that's. Unless they choose a story out of the lore, out of the backstories, or something like that, or yeah. a completely new story, like, you know, Jedi Fallen Order, uh-huh. okay? If they do something like that and they stick to it and they make it towards more of a, like, an Assassin's Creed game, um, and they and it, it's a streamlined story with side missions and so on and so forth, like an Assassin's Creed game, it'll be good to great. Yeah. But in my opinion, in order for this to succeed, it needs to be a sandbox, huge, Open huge game. game. Yeah, because you're gonna have to be able to go to all kinds of planets. You have to go and see all kinds of worlds, you know, species, different, just different aspects of what the Star Universe, Star Wars universe is. Yeah, like I said, if they do it right, it will be one of the biggest successes to ever hit the gaming market. Yeah, and I actually. Um, I'm like, I disagree with you. No, I actually really agree with you on that. The one thing that that does worry me, now mind you, Massive is a great company and they they took the the division series so in, in such a better way because division one i thought was a very big letdown to me division two was way better, way better updates, way better community support. Um, if they take it in the way that like bolts just said, 
if they take it in a way of it being an open world sandbox to where you can play the game single player have this huge story and then you could play it multiplayer with co-op or like have an area of like the galaxy that you can go like meet up which would be so cool of like if you want to jump into a multiplayer game you like get in your ship and you fly light speed to this planet and then you go there and that's where you do like your meetups and stuff like that and then go do your quest Oh, that's just getting it, me even it, ex- it, like more excited even thinking it, about it. This is this is where you take a step back and you go, hmm, what has worked in the past two decades? Oh yeah, Grand Theft Auto with the single player, yep. and then with the online. Yes, because because Re- Red Dead right now it's fix- it's 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 really fixing to start hit- yeah. booming. With, with their online co- yep. capabilities and the, uh, of the Old West, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's like their main focus now. Yes. You, you see that they're still trying to focus of getting the like, online story pushed exactly. into that world. Exactly. If, if, if Massive you know, and, and Ubisoft and, and, and Lucasfilms, if they can make this like it's supposed to be, this will be a huge humongous success yeah and think about it like this though too like i hope massive is thinking about it like wrap all these games up that have been successful from you know lucas films and just star wars in general wrap all those up and then you know of course add it to what you've already been successful to but don't take anything away from it so the way i'm looking at it is like for instance knights of the old republic is a huge game huge one of the most successful MMOs out there. Okay, I I don't, I, and I don't don't take this the wrong way. I don't want the game to be that way, but I want it to have an aspect of Knights of the Old Republic. Like if you are doing matchmaking, um, have the ability of you know, like I said, having a hub or having a planet that people can travel to, and you know, either do quests on that planet or like you know, meet up with like you know, three other players and do four player uh, co-op missions and stuff like that. But my main focus with this game, if it's going to be like this open world style game, it needs to be a huge game. I don't think this game will, will see the light of day until like 2022, 2023. I, 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 well, I would probably say late 2023, early I 2024. This, I, I will say this. They better put the time and effort in this. Yeah, because it says that they've been working to get to know the studio and stuff like that over the last year. So if they put five years into this um, and it comes out in 2024 and it's just a perfect game, then awesome, man. Then I mean, awesome. And uh, it was also announced that um, that Disney is still going to work with EA and come out with more games, which I'm I'm excited for. Like if Respawn brings out another Jedi Fallen Order game, I'm down to play it. Um, but what's great about this is that they said partnerships. So that means that there are, uh, and they did announce that there are multiple Star Wars IPs. I guess that are in the works right now. So <clears throat> I'm down, bro. And I agree with Bolts. Like, look at a game like Grand Theft Auto that was a huge open world sandbox and that has a multiplayer that is still one of the most successful multiplayer games of all time. Um, so, really focus in on that. And I'm telling you, man, it will be a huge success. Huge. It absolutely will be. 
Um, so our last talking point today um, is somewhat of a surprise. I didn't really know this was happening uh, until today, actually. But one game that Bolts has talked about multiple times on the podcast over this last you know four or five months is Little Nightmares Two. So Little Nightmares uh, was a was a really creepy, crazy game that, from what Bolts is probably going to bring up, uh, had a little bit more of a dark kind of connection to it than what I even knew. Um, but the Little Nightmares 2 demo is now out and available on PlayStation and Xbox platforms, and we played it today. So we're going to share our thoughts on what we played. So I'm going to hand it off to Bolts. You played the demo. Um, I did play the demo, uh, but before we talk about the second one, yeah, yeah, um, understand that Little Nightmares is is an absolutely gem. It is it is an amazing side scrolling two D three D game. Um, it brings such creepy aspects, puzzles. Um, it kind of makes you wonder what's going on. Um, and, and 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 you're right. I am going to bring this up because I because it's 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 interesting that if if you play this game and you kind of just pay attention to what's going on and you just you just look deep into the game itself and you, and you try to figure out exactly what's going on. Um, you know, there's there's so many there, there there's a few different you know theories about exactly what's going on. Um, but this the, but you're playing as this gnome, um, which uh, which they call six. And and basically, you're playing something inside of her mind, for the most part. Um, and, and and from an aspect of what Little Nightmares is, this is kind of the dark feeling behind it. The reality of an orphanage is a daunting prospect. A creepy janitor walking around, the ominous chefs serving up dubious food, and the flood of guests that come and go, devouring what's left of a child's hope. Little Nightmares uh, might well be an 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 a, a lord. Good lord. An allegory of child abuse. A child that loses her innocence too soon can often become the monster that had once devoured them. Little Nightmares portrays this as a form of hunger that becomes more destructive as the game develops. First, she eats bread. Then she preys upon the few that have been the most compassionate to her. Now, that's that, that, that that's just kind of a brief of, of, of the aspect of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and, and it's... it's, it's it's kind of all it's, it's it's a shock and all to really dive into into the backstory and the lore of what this game is um if you haven't played little nightmares i strongly suggest it it's an amazing fun uh puzzle uh creepy it you know it, it touches that 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 child abuse that that darkness without really sh- bringing it forward where you're just like i don't really want to play this because of what it's about you know yeah um with that being said, Little Nightmares 2, we kind of played the demo earlier today. Um, it reveals a lot um, of what the first one was. Um, and, of course, it's a, it's a continuous continuous story um, of, the, of, of the first one. Um, you, do, you don't play as Six. You play as someone else who's got a bag over his head. Six, of course, was a girl with the little red, uh, with the yellow raincoat in the first one. Yeah. Um, this one, this one is uh, kind of reminds you of a, of a taller, slender gnome. Mm. He's got like a like a, 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 a trench coat, and he's got a bag over his head. So of course, you can't see his face. Can't see no one's faces in, yeah. the, in the games. Um, that's part of the uh, the 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 mystery of the game. Um, but Little Nightmares Two, 
uh, plays exactly like the first one. Um, I'm really, I'm really excited to 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 dive more into this story, to to expand more on the gnomes, more on the uh, on the nightmarish uh, mind that is in Six's head. Uh, so I'm I'm really excited. You guys should be excited. Definitely give it a chance. If you haven't played the first one, definitely play the first one. Go ahead and play the demo. Get a little get a, get a little spook here and there. Um, but I'm really, really, really waiting and really, really, really wanting to play this game. So, yeah, I played the demo as well, um, and it is definitely creepy. I didn't know about the uh, type of um, like a, a emotional and mental connection mm-hmm. to to like the 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 game itself um and it's deep bro <clears throat> it's really deep um because it is a very creepy game um and uh, i actually re-downloaded the first one i only played a little bit of the first one and i think i had some other games at that time so i was just like well i'll play it later but um i have more than enough time now to play it and i'm gonna definitely dive back into it <clears throat> but i played the demo and i am very excited um, to play uh, the full game whenever it releases, um, which I think it's actually coming out um, fairly soon. Um, but Bolts, that game is just creepy, bro. I mean, that's the only thing I could say. I mean, it is definitely really, really creepy. And like the demo is only a very short, um, is only a, a, a very short amount of time, but it it kind of feeds in and shows you what to expect um, from this game. Um, And uh, you're definitely going to have like on the edge of your seat moments. Um, Bolts, while he was playing it, came upon a part that, uh, you know, you're trying to get away from um, the, the main bad guy. And you make a little bit of noise trying to come out of the house take off running down this hill trying to sprint and he's shooting a shotgun at you and all that and i mean i'm sure you were just like i was i was just like like heavy breathing like oh my god run um but it graphically it's beautiful man i mean it it looks really great it has a very big creep factor to it and and, and see that's the thing about it um over the past year i've I've gotten really strong into these side-scrolling 2d 3d slash games Mm -hmm. because they offer so much so much just just awe and just in awe you know like Ori and the Wisp mm-hmm. it's it's one of those games you play and you're just you're struck by it yeah you're struck by the story the beauty the uh, the playability the puzzles the difficulty the uh and, and Ori and the Wisp got some great action going in there you know little little nightmares is definitely it's it's, it's not so much on the action part but it will put you on the edge of your seat because it is suspenseful as it comes, mm-hmm. you know. So if if just man, it's it's the the, the playable demo. It was exactly what I, I remember. Little nightmares was, mm-hmm. um, and I'm so excited to continue the story, man. Yeah, me as well, man. And and I'm gonna be sharing a little bit more of my thoughts on little nightmares um, over the next couple of episodes. Um, but it's crazy to me, like, you know, this studio, studio, Taser studio or whatever, they, they, the games that they originally worked on, like they worked on little big planet on Vita, uh, tear away unfolded, which was another one of the, uh, media molecule games. Uh, then they worked on a PSVR game and then 
just out of nowhere they were like here's a little nightmares <laughs> so um it's great uh, it's really really great and it's definitely something i think if you haven't had a chance to play this demo you should go play it and get a feel for what you're going to uh, uh what you're going to experience in this game but this is episode 350 hey, hey, i will say that i know you're trying to end the episode no it's okay i will say this um mlb the show 21 you get shit together why? Because 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 I have no release date for it. I have no cover athlete. Okay. The last time we heard any kind of news or anything like that was in 2020, and they said they're going to give us information in 2021. Okay. We are 13 days in, two weeks, and I have no new information. Okay. And by the show, 21, Montreal, whoever you are over there, whatever, just whoever doing it, besides Sony. Listen, listen. I need to confirm that this game is coming to Xbox. I don't care about anything else. It is coming to Xbox. I need a confirmation that it is coming. It says it might be the show release date is currently unconfirmed. Exactly. So listen, listen, listen. With a statement from San Diego Studio, we expect San Diego. We won't know more until 2021. Sony, we are two weeks into 21. I still have no information. (laughs) Baseball season starts in March. Yeah. Pitchers, catchers. Spring training, if it's going to be any, is, is all going to start very soon. Um, and I have no information of when and confirm. I needed to say, MLB the show confirmed for Xbox. I need, I need this. You're not, you're not. Are they listening? <laughs> I don't think they're listening. Back in 2019, the Major League ba- uh, Major League Baseball, uh, along with MLBPA, Sony, and Sony San Diego, announced a multi-year agreement to extend the partnership between the parties. The announcement noted that the agreement will allow MLB the show franchise c- to continue, but with one twist. It states that... Um, MLB, PA, and Sony also announced the franchise will be brought to console platforms beyond PlayStation platforms as early as 2021. Okay, listen. So that means the, the game will be coming to other consoles. It's, once again. Bro, it's Switch. <laughs> Google Stadia. <laughs> I'm like, well, Bolts. Either you're you're getting a Switch or you're getting a PS5. No, no. The, actually, the next console I purchase will be a Switch, by the way. Okay, so let me ask you this: yeah. if they did announce, uh, if they did announce that the game wasn't coming to Xbox, mm-hmm. what would what would you say? I mean, would you like, get a like, PS5 to, like, just to play? No, it? no, no, no. Because it, are we talking about ever or just this? No, year? no. Just like if they said it wasn't going to come to Xbox until 2023. I just I would probably buy my time. Well, it was in 2019. Xbox tweeted out and 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 uh, retweeted it and says no more away games. And then Nintendo even retweeted it. So I would expect it to come to those consoles this year well i probably would say the game is not going to come out until like june don't shut your mouth i'm man. telling you bro god you suck listen hey if it comes out in march like or it's April, supposed to every year that cool. it has been released since 06 just saying hadn't heard nothing about it yet uh, we got any other comments no i don't have any in the damn podcast 
<laughs> Love you guys. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Please make sure to check us out at cinelinks.com for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. Great content and great content creators right over at Cinelinks. Also, make sure to share the podcast with your friends. If you have any questions for us, head over to anchor.fm forward slash second opinion podcast. Send us some uh, little audio bits, questions, whatever you have, or you can just tweet me at twitter.com forward slash S0LEB. Thank you, and have a good night. Peace. MLB The Show is going to come out on Switch.